So anyways, the doctor told me that the rash is going to spread for a little bit, but uh, other than that, it should be... Oh, wait, are we recording right now? We're live! Uh We're live, Aaron, if you you didn't know that. If we're going to go with that, welcome everyone to the Moderately Interesting Podcast. The only show... The only podcast where Elvis Presley may or may not be biting one of the hosts as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yep. He just stopped. Okay, that's good. Finally. Good, good to know. Yeah. And on uh, that note. On that note. Play the theme song. Aaron, what are we talking about today? Uh, we will be discussing uh, the No Time to Die review. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been like a while, actually, but that's just because we uh, we ended up recording another episode because we hadn't seen No Time to Die yet, and then yep. we did the Zodiac episodes. Which, if you haven't seen the Zodiac, if you haven't heard, you can't see them. I mean, I right. guess you can see like. I guess you can see them technically, but you got to yeah. hear them. So if you haven't heard them yet, go back, check that out. It was a lot of fun. Twas. Twas a lot of uh, fun. We had a we had a guest, we guest, had a guest host, and guest yeah, it, was, host, Chris, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Share it with your aunt. Share it with your uncle because you never know they might be the zodiac. <laughs> I learned a lot of stuff from that from those episodes. Wow, I'd listened to a few. I'd listened to a few episodes of Zodiac stuff. Hold on just a second. <laughs> Ralph, hey, come here. Hey, come here. Give me that toy. Okay. All right. I've confiscated three toys now. <laughs> I'm leaving this in, by the way. They're confiscating toys? Yeah. That's it. I'm taking your Game Boy. You're not getting it back until your parent picks it up after school. It's funny because they have like, I mean, we spoil our dogs. Yeah. And they've got like a thousand toys. And not all of them squeak. But whenever, like literally right before we started recording, they were just like laying on the floor. They're fine. Yeah. And right when I hit record, Elvis like wanders away and comes back with a squeaky toy and just compulsively squeaks it like <laughs> and he's it's got just a like right right there next to the yeah. microphone like yeah. yep this is it this is my time to shine i'll listen back to this later in the week and i'm gonna hear myself and i'm gonna be like that's me <laughs> yeah yeah they just like to be in the in the episodes they like to be so. in the episodes and you cut them out very frequently so they don't enjoy that i do and i think i'll leave them in this episode I'm yeah just... that way you know maybe maybe next week now that they heard themselves they they'll be uh less aggressive in trying to get on the episode yeah, and I kind of want the listeners to get like an all immersive experience yeah. of my life. And of I, course. Yeah, and just just to kind of get an idea of what of course. what I go through. Uh, oh, before we we go any further, though, I would like to make a major announcement right now. Oh yeah, a major announcement uh, right here. Uh, I would like to announce that in this year, twenty twenty one, I am officially announcing. My candidacy for Holiday Cheermeister 2021. What? Yeah. I know you've gone unopposed for several years now, but I'm throwing my hat into this ring. All right. 
just letting you know, I, I mean, I, it's nothing against you. I just think, I think, uh, you know, a little competition is a good thing, Mitch, and uh, may the best man win this year. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fine. Yeah. I, I am a fan of healthy competition. Uh, yep. No one has really ever, you know, been able to stand up to me. I, I get that. And I mean, technically, I don't stand up to you because you're taller than me. So, but, but like a good chunk, I would say. Yeah, but I would say yeah. this is a this is a very even matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, get ready for that, uh, listeners, and uh, you know, make can sure we to vote. can we endorse each other? Uh, yeah, we can endorse each other. I don't see why not. So I would like to I would like to formally make an announcement as well that okay. I will be endorsing Aaron as the 2021 holiday cheer master. Oh my goodness! Stop. Uh, I would like to also endorse Aaron Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the turns tables have turned! How the tables turned have turned once again, like the lazy Susan we all are. Uh, I, I will take this opportunity to uh, formally uh, endorse uh, Mitch Mitch uh, Mitchell Mitch. Mm-hmm. Machievious is that is Mitch short for Mitchapalooza? Mitchapalooza, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, I uh, he's done such a bang up job all this time. Uh, you know why change now? Why change? Uh, now? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe we should do like a whole episode where we're like like trying to uh, run as the holiday cheermaster campaign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the official holiday cheermaster debate. <laughs> Fruit cake or carrot cake? Oh, carrot cake, a hundred percent. One hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I already took carrot cake, so you can't take that. Well, you have to. I think it's that's true. Yeah, that's Anyways. true. Well, okay. it's not the official debate yet, so we'll we'll wait. Uh, we'll we will announce the official holiday cheermeister debate and uh, and election. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. later on when it's, when it's, uh, you know, the holiday time, we're not in the holiday time yet, but I what just, if, what if nobody votes? I mean, then it comes down to rock, paper, scissors, obviously. Okay. Or tic-tac-toe, whatever, whatever we want to do, I guess. Something like yeah. that. Something. Yeah. Something along you those know, lines would be great. One V one Halo, one V one call of duty, one V one super smash brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do any of those. Cool. Uh yeah. Uh but we're, we're putting it in your hands, uh the world. So uh don't let us down. Mm-hmm. Please don't let us down. Don't let us down, world. Don't let us down. Yeah. You guys are the who you guys put the who in Whoville. In Hubilation. In Hubilation celebration. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Forest. <laughs> All right. There you All have right. it. There we have it. So, the games uh, have begun. The games! And don't forget, everyone, that we have endorsed each other. Don't or we're also that, running yeah. against each other. We also are running against each other. All I'm just saying is uh, Aaron 2021 or Mitch 2021. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> but there are no participation way. trophies. There just... are no participation <laughs> trophies. No, you win or you lose. Or you die. Or you die. Oh, man. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, next Let's week. get to James Bond. <laughs> next week, there is no uh, episode this week. Mitch died in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, so I guess I'll just take the holiday cheermeister stuff and uh, be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> just wear this hat. and. Uh... Yep, uh, I'm running unopposed now. See you guys later. <laughs> series is canceled, by the way. <laughs> Or you take it on your own and have it just be all about you winning the cheermeister or something. Yeah, something like that. Just my one-year bunch of gloating reign of terror has begun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, Bond. Bond, James Bond, James Bond. All right, all right. so this is going to be a spoilery, spoilery review. We are talking about spoilers right now. Uh, if you have not seen No Time to Die, what is wrong with you? Go see it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then if you have seen it, great. Stay right here mm-hmm. if you've seen it. <sighs> okay. Uh, no Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Before we start off, let's just go ahead and review the theme song. We're just going to review the theme song? Yeah, why not? You know. Oh, for, uh, this, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, No Time yeah. to Die, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Um, it was good. It was definitely good. I'm trying to think of like if I were to rank them. It's, I think uh, Skyfall is my favorite, and then after that, I, I don't really. Casino Royale's theme song is really good. Casino Royale's is pretty good. If I were to rate them, yeah. If I were to rate them, not that I'm rating them right now, just if I were to rate them, mm-hmm. I would put Skyfall as number one. Okay. I'd put No Time to Die as number two. Okay. I would put, uh, you know, my name as number three, which is the Casino Royale one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put Writing on the Wall, number four from Spectre. And then number five, I would put uh, Another Way to Die from Quantum of Solace. Okay. Yeah. I've only heard I've only heard the No Time to Die theme song the one time when I saw the movie, mm-hmm. but I've heard the other ones more. Uh, but it was good; it was really good. Yeah, it's a good Bond song. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I was. I expressed my doubts when they announced that Billie Eilish would be performing it, but uh, you know, I stand corrected. Uh, I think it was good. I think it was exactly. Uh, exactly what it needed to be in a way so yeah it's kind of like yeah. a modern pop star you know you gotta you gotta choose somebody who's kind of popular I mean, that's, I kind of how, that's kind of the tradition i think they should just have adele do them for like ever now but yeah i think adele should do them all she should yeah. just be contracted yeah just every time there's a new for one, life just have adele come out and do a new one because yeah I, I think not only was skyfall great but her voice is like perfect for like that kind of a uh... so broody yeah yeah it's kind it's of good. like dramatic yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah that, that's what I, I i i would mostly agree with that order i i would just need to go listen to it again to judge for right. myself but yeah um so yeah it started off really well with that I mean, obviously, there was the big scene before the theme yeah, song. Yeah, the, the in, thing but... about it is, it's uh, it's the theme song, but the theme song comes in like fifteen minutes into the movie. Yeah, um, that was one of the longer, like, yeah, opening that, scenes too. That was they do a lot in between, like, 
it's starting in the in the theme song. Yeah. Uh, so you had the benefit, uh, Mitch, of mm-hmm. uh, you watched all of the James Bond movies, uh, or not all of them. I should say all the Daniel Craig. Daniel movies. Craig's, yeah. Yeah, before uh, going to see the No Time to Die in theater. I did. Um, and I think that was probably very beneficial, actually. It was very beneficial. Because uh, I did not do that. Uh, although I would say that I am well rehearsed with uh, Daniel Craig's Bond, Daniel Craig's Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have not seen Spectre in quite some time, and that's definitely the movie I have seen the least out of the yeah. Daniel Craig movies. <laughs> so uh, I had totally it, forgotten that. Uh, that one was after watching all five of them technically within like a five day span. Mm-hmm. I think that that one at least in the past was the most forgettable, but now my opinion has kind of changed on Spectre. Okay. Just slightly. Okay. Um, go, go Why don't you, uh, you know, elaborate on that, please. Yeah. So like when I first saw it, I don't even remember seeing, I remember some of the scenes like the helicopter fight scene in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember, I remember Christoph Waltz being the, bad guy right one of the problems i had with specter was that there wasn't enough development for the villain it was just like you kind of had i I still would say that specter is like probably my least favorite of the daniel craigs okay so that hasn't changed but i i uh what i did let me just explain this in the fastest easiest way possible um, what I did is I looked at the five Bond movies and I actually separated them into three kind of movies, I guess. So Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, they kind of tie into each other. For sure. They all tie into each other at the end, all five of them. But the uh, the shorter storylines and in story arcs, you have Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, and then you have in the middle, Skyfall, which kind of has its own. That one, that one felt like M's movie more than anything, because she ends up dying. And mm, interesting. And uh, that was kind I, of that was kind of what I felt there. It felt separate from the bigger storyline, which they ended up tying that into the big storyline at the end, as far as like Spectre goes and like Spectre agents and all that stuff. Right. Um. But I viewed so I viewed the first two as kind of their own story. Um, Skyfall is its own story, and then Spectre and No Time to Die as their own story, because right. the last one has a lot to do. It carries on with Christoph Waltz and like Spectre and all that stuff. And it actually, for me, it, it actually did develop Christoph Waltz a little bit more, as you kind of saw the kind of power that he has outside of a very uh, highly secured prison. So, um, but yeah, but the weak point for Spectre was the villain for me. Okay. But, and, and no time to die kind of helped, uh, helped me, I don't know, helped them develop that character a little bit more before they killed him off. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because like Skyfall, 
I kind of get what you're saying. We were like, that's like an M movie. Uh, but like, it's still I feel a like Bond movie, but it's like, right. No, I know. It's I know kind of mean. like her send off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. It's her send off. It's uh, felt, it felt more like a standalone in all five of them. Like if you look at all of them together, sure. It wasn't yeah. really playing off of any of the other movies. Right. Directly. Right. Right. Uh, but I think the interesting thing about, about that one in particular mm-hmm. is, is uh how in that like in in casino royale we have yeah. bond who is a brand new double o agent he is the kind of like the rookie mm-hmm. uh in that movie uh less less experienced more more you know uh uh more hot-headed kind of a thing right and then like the beginning uh, he just he has just barely become a double O agent. Yeah, yeah. Technically, like the beginning of it, he's not even double O seven. He's yeah. He gets his second kill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what's what's and then it, so then you go to Quantum of Solace, mm-hmm. and that takes place like directly after right uh, Casino Royale, like that, like where that movie end, where Casino Royale ends, Quantum of Solace picks up at right essentially, mm-hmm. um, and then you get to skyfall number three and a lot of time has passed between those two movies right and bond goes from being and like that's kind of like almost like a little problem that i have but like yeah bond goes from being the uh rookie hot-tempered you know young kid on the block new kid on the block Uh to uh now it's like oh you're kind of old now like are you you sure you want to get back out on the field at your age like Mm -hmm. um they go and he does all the the physical tests and fails yeah. them all. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so like a lot has gone on in between quantum of solace and skyfall that we don't really get to see, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I know that has to do with like the, the rights for James Bond are super weird. Mm-hmm. And at one point MGM studios like went bankrupt between those two movies. Okay. Uh, so like a lot of weird stuff happened in between them that were like, we probably should have gotten another movie in between quantum and skyfall. Uh huh. Um, I think the writer strike happened around that time too. Um, okay. So like, yeah, I just think a lot of weird stuff happened where they couldn't uh, like they like, yeah, but uh, yeah. Cause it's a bummer. Cause we go from like, Oh yeah. Bond. He's like the brand new hothead to like, Oh man, like, are you sure you want to go out there? You're kind of old. You're kind of like a remnant of the past. Like we don't really need you anymore and you can't really do the job anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I like that like I do enjoy that I think if we got another movie of Bond being like like the young guy so I think I would have enjoyed that a little more because we could have made that transition a little more cleanly than them just being like hey you're kind of old now um, yeah and it kind of felt repetitive on No Time to Die it kind of felt repetitive um, like him coming out of retirement right that kind of uh, thing. yeah and they definitely kind of bring that up again of like hey like. Are you sure you want to do this kind of a thing? Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I guess in I guess in Skyfall, doesn't he get shot? Is that the one where he gets shot on the train by the other yeah, agent? Yeah, he gets shot by Money Penny. And technically dies. Like, yep. like how was it being dead, you know? Yep. And then they, in No Time to Die, they talk about that. They're like, I see why you shot him. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The... um. That would have been cool to get another one or to have had like Skyfall be a little bit 
earlier on in his career. career. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, I was about to say, like, they should make, like, books or something, like, in between two and three, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, James Bond is based off a book series, so I'm guessing they'd be like, just read the books then, you, you nerd. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one thing that just came to mind is um, with Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, he's kind of he's kind of like a, the rookie, you know, like we yeah. discussed, but more so in that he's like constantly making mistakes. Like at the very beginning of Casino Royale, not the very, very beginning, but the part where he's chasing the parkour dude. Yep. And he, and he blows up the embassy. The embassy. Yep. Yeah. Like that's one of his less finer moments. You might say yep. as far as like how messy it was, Yeah, which it wasn't all his fault because he had that other agent there that, that's the first part where he's like, stop touching your ear. And he's like, what? What? Stop touching ear. your ear. Yeah. Stop touching it. And then the guy sees the him guy sees touching it. his and ear then, and then the whole chase happens. And then we get, and then because of that, we get uh, the parkour scene from uh, the office. <laughs> right. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. they bring that up. It's like, it was also in a James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which that, that's one of my favorite scenes ever in James Bond, that Casino Royale, that chase. Oh, that parkour chase? Yeah. Uh, but, I love all of Casino Royale, man. It's so good. Right. But what I noticed is, like, after you get past Quantum of Solace, he's kind of like an unstoppable guy, like an unstoppable force in a way. Yep. Like, he's his shots are all on point, minus when he has his little, when he comes back from being re- dead and he's kind of shaky and stuff. But yeah. after that, it's like all of his shots are on point. He like just can't die, he, you know. He's just. Oh, I, I assure you, he can die. <laughs> he can die, yeah. But I mean, when he's in these fight scenes, I mean, it takes a lot oh, to kill yeah, him, dude. as in, we know. In Quantum of Solace, there's that one fight scene he gets in where he like uses a shoe, I think. Oh yeah. He uses a shoe and he just beats the crap out of that guy. That's cool. I also like that one scene in Quantum of Solace, um, where, um. Like he's following um, Olga Karyolanka around, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like pretending to be somebody else, and then his cover gets blown, and then the guy on the bike comes, and he's like, "What happened?" And he's like, "I lost her." And then he like, he like, does like a three sixty with his arm, hits mm-hmm. the guy's like accelerator on the bike, but then like lifts it up so the guy falls off the bike and like flips it around. Yeah, and then flips it around. Yeah. Like that, that scene. <laughs> It's like such a quick, stupid scene, but I'm always like, "Oh, that's so awesome!" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing. It seems like after, I guess it's like after Casino Royale, it's like he has all these little finesse, like just these, these so, stylish moves of the way he does things. Yeah, I definitely think the cool thing about Casino Royale um, is like we get this unexperienced Bond. Mm-hmm. who like actually cares right um and like because of that like he makes mistakes um and like obviously him losing vesper is like a lesson that like he he learns that he takes to heart like really like he doesn't allow himself to be that vulnerable ever again right um which is a huge part of no time yeah. to die and in quantum of solace like you see him kind of being just ruthless Right. Um, he really doesn't care, I think, in Quantum of Solace. 
Uh, man, I gotta go back. Yeah, they talk. Movie. They talk about like his rage and his like how many people he's killing. Because M is always like, "Please leave someone alive," because we need yeah. to question somebody. We need to question everybody that comes across your path ends up dead. Yeah. And yeah, and like yeah, in Quantum Solace, I remember now. Yeah, it is like a thing where they're like, "You need to stop killing people." <laughs> like right. Yeah, like, um, and you know, like I remember, you know, like Daniel Craig did a like did a interview one time, and I think it was like with Jay Leno or something, because this is like back in the day now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, you know, like the way I kind of handle my bond is uh-huh. like, he's like, my bond is kind of a lot more violent. He's a lot more short, you know, he's kind of quick tempered, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, you know, I ask myself is my James Bond, is he a bad guy or is he a good guy working for the good people or is he a bad guy working for the good people? And right. he kind of and he kind of walks that line, and I think in Quantum of Solace you really see that like, like yeah, is this a good guy or is this a bad guy? I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, right. I, I I I don't think they ever get like that extreme because I do mm-hmm. think James Bond ultimately was a good guy, or yeah. Daniel Craig's James Bond was a good guy. But I think in D D terms, of, he's kind of like a chaotic good. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you can make the point. I think you can make the point. He's chaotic neutral. Neutral um, might be, yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, but neutral almost says like his own interests are above everything else. Where he does, I mean, he does. Uh, even in, um, I think it's in No Time to Die. He says something about his strong affection towards country, his country, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. He's, He's got like a, another purpose other than just like his own interests, right? Which um, would I, yeah. that's where I would rank him as like chaotic good, but yeah. it's like chaotic in my in my mind. I, yeah. like, I think yeah, I think I, and that's like a why tornado. I, that's why I would call him almost neutral. Yeah, um, because he, um, like he has like his own goal, which is like the betterment of country kind of a thing. But like within the actual MI six, he does not care about like that like he doesn't right. care about like following the rules of my six he doesn't care about um you know like m and like if m's job gets harder because he calls him out and stuff like that um that's a good he- point and i think part of that sorry to interrupt you you're but, good but part of what comes to my mind when you're saying that is like he does break the rules but he's also like in the thick of it so he's seeing things differently than the people back at the headquarters right that's, and so I mean, he's that's why he makes the decisions that he makes, and they awesome. usually they usually just you know shove him aside once. Yeah. Once he goes back, they're like, "Oh, I see why you did that." Kind of, yeah. a, you know, he doesn't. It's like a, a slap on the wrist for disobeying, but then they're also like, "Thanks for bringing in the bad guy." Yeah, that's why I don't. This is also why I don't put a lot of emphasis on uh, um, <laughs> morality when I run D and D games. Uh-huh. I do not. I have not ever said really. I guess when I was like really new to doing D anD D, I was like, "Yeah, what's your character's alignment?" But now I'm just like, "Yeah, I don't care." Like, not that right. I don't care, but like I don't find those to be extremely helpful because yeah. I find those to be extremely situational. Yeah. Uh, because I think if you asked M, he would be like, "Oh yeah, like James Bond's a loose cannon. Like I can't. Like mm-hmm. I know. He, I know he'll get the job done, but like I can't." I don't think he'll play well with others. I don't think he's going to obey by the rules. I don't think he's going to do this or that. Mm-hmm. Whereas James Bond would be like, no, no. Like I, I, I put my life for a country, you know, for the country, you know, mm-hmm. I s- sacrifice my blood for the queen kind of a thing. And I think it's just 
these two people looking at these the same situation completely differently um yeah which is why, yeah, yeah which is why i f- i think the alignment system is like very situational depend mm-hmm. and like people aren't just nine grids you know nine right nine different squares but yeah um but i i do think that the exercise of like what is this character is a fun and helpful exercise to do oh um, yeah and and daniel craig i mean he's different from all the other bonds too for that's- sure yeah that's the one big thing yeah. for me. Uh, yeah. I think uh, there's always going to be a level of stoicism with James Bond. Like that's almost a requirement. Right. But then after that, it's like, how do they handle themselves in fights? And then, you know, when something's on the line, like how do they, what do they do? Right. You know? So Yeah. So one thing that I love about the Daniel Craig James Bonds uh, movies that like almost none of the other James Bond movies have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, I think we talked about this on the, like, you know, on a podcast or maybe it was just between me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love that there is continuity between all five films. Yeah. Um, and that is something that really wasn't done in any of the previous Bond movies. Right. Uh, if, like, if I remember right, there was like familiar names and characters, but there wasn't like an overarching story right, like, there, like, and like, there's never like, not never, because like there's been like a handful of times where James Bond will make a reference to other previous films, right? Um, and like that, like but like that was once in a blue moon, and it was never something like it was never like this continuity or like the continuity of the fact of like because this happened, this has now happened. <laughs> like because right. Casino Royale happened, you get Quantum of Solace. Um, because Spectre happens, you get No Time to Die. Like. Right. Um, One thing I think that that does and and did for me, this is out of experience, mm-hmm. is it kind of puts you into his universe for the first time. You actually right. feel like you are in his world because you're just like, you, you actually care about the next movie because you're like, how's this going to play out? Right. And when I, after I watched all five, like right after another, or I should say the first four Daniel Craig mm-hmm. movies before I went to see no time to die. I'm like, man, I don't want this guy to stop being bond. Cause I know you become man. attached to him. After, I know he's so after seeing it all the Like all those, how they tie in with each other. Yeah. You know, like, actually care about him and his every, everything that goes on with him. I'm just so sad. I mean, like, I don't want to say sad, but I'm bummed because like I said, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that kind of happened with, with the studios in general and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that that I think we missed out on two like at least two more Daniel Craig movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like I think we should have gotten two more right. um, before we got No Time to Die. Uh, and yeah, that's it's a bummer because I would love if we got what seven Daniel Craig movies. That would have been amazing. Like, oh, yeah. oh man, yeah, um, that would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah, because I I definitely think there should have been a movie between. Quantum of Solace and Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I think there should have been there or like, there could have been a movie and between Skyfall and Spectre mm-hmm. um, or, or possibly one between Spectre and no time to die. Yeah. Um, I wish that there was this, this is where my Spectre critique comes in. Okay. I wish that there would have been more of a backstory between him and Christoph Waltz character. Yes. Yes. That was um, the biggest problem I had with the entire five films was 
they just casually throw in, yeah, I grew up with this guy and he well, just happens to be the leader of this organization. And I happen to be the spy that's going to take him down kind of so, thing. So I don't know the whole story about it, um, but the rights for 007 James Bond uh-huh. is super weird and convoluted. And I, I don't, I don't know the whole story myself, mm-hmm. um, but like they, they are very weird. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, like for example, Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, that's the first James Bond novel that uh, they made that they wrote. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the reason why like that didn't get made until 2004 or whatever, when Casino Royale came out was because MGM studios didn't own the rights to Casino Royale. They owned the rights to 007, but not for that specific story. Wow. Um, which is really weird. I know. And um, like, like, so like, uh, like, and, and it's actually weird. Cause like the weird rights are actually tied up with Spider-Man as yeah. well. Um, and like, uh, Sony owned the rights to Casino Royale, but like Uh MGM had like, like some type of right on Spider-Man. So they ended up just trading those. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how you got like, um, and that's why Casino Royale came out. And then we got Spider-Man around that time too. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's all, I I haven't researched this in a while. So my information might be, you know, slightly incorrect, but, uh, you know, generally that's what happened. Um, And then there's, there's like other weird stuff where like, um, like, so you had, you had uh, Sean Connery, right. As James Bond, the first one, Uh Uh, you know, the first James Bond ever. Um, And then he left and then they got George Lanzaby to do of her Majesty's secret service. The first Bond movie since George Lanzaby left. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like the like weird rights issue again, where, uh, MGM didn't own the rights to a specific Bond movie. Uh-huh. Some other studio did. And I'm looking it up real quick. I hate when that stuff happened behind the scenes. Yeah. And so. Yeah, so the like the specific novel is Thunderball, uh-huh. um, and they didn't own the rights to that one. Okay. Uh, or like they did because Thunderball. Ah, oh man, I'm so confused by this. Yeah, because that's in 1960. Yeah, so they did have the rights for Thunderball, but then those rights like fell out or something like that. Um, right. But it, it wasn't produced by um, the people. So, anyways, uh, so the, this company owned the rights to never or to, to Thunderball somehow. And uh-huh. so it, it's a, like, they got to use James Bond, like call it James Bond and all that stuff, but it's not officially part of that James Bond, you know, productions. And they got Sean Connery to come back and play James Bond in this uh-huh. non James Bond movie. And they released it the same week as a James Bond movie was coming out. Right. I'm just looking at the list of the, um, all the Bond movies. It looks like there was actually a uh, there was actually a Casino Royale movie that came out in 1967. Yeah, it wasn't. It had by... nothing to do with the Bond. Yeah, like and what that... they had going, but it did include a James Bond character. 
but it was more of a parody comedy. Right. I think that was, I think if I remember right, that one was made by like an American company and James Bond's American. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think they even call him like Jimmy Bond. Right. Um, and Probably then, like, because the, the actual James Bond movies were going on at that time. Like right. John Connery's first that with Dr. No was in 1962. Yeah. It's super weird. Like the, the rights are just super weird. Um, mm-hmm. What's weird too is this movie, Never Say Never Again. This one that was a James Bond movie, but not made by Eon. Uh-huh. Um, was directed by uh, Irvin K- Kirshner, uh, who directed Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Interesting. Out of the, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, technically six. Uh, which Bond actor is your favorite? Oh, okay. So we want to do we want to do this the uh, the Bond actors. Sure. Um. Yes. Let's do this. Uh. So you've got Sean Connery. You've got George Lansby. Um. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Timothy Dalton. Uh, Pierce. Pierce Brosnan, and then Daniel Craig. I did not have a list up. I just <laughs> I was trying to remember, I was trying to remember them off the top of my head. Right. Um. So this is really hard with Daniel Craig in the mix. Yeah. You almost have to take him out to Oh, okay. Do we want to take Daniel Craig out or do we want to leave Daniel Craig in? <sighs> it's a tough decision because I mean he belongs in and not not to like take him out of the I would say he's the best, argue like Yeah, I think not, I would say objectively he's the best. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say arguably he's the best. But um, you also have all the new tech special effects, all that kind of stuff that go into the movie that make him look really good too. Right. That's fair. But, uh, but just, just talking about not their movies, but their, the way that they portray Bond. Bond. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with that. And we'll keep okay. Daniel Craig in there. Okay. So I'll I put, number... think, I still think he's the best, but yeah, yeah I, I do think Daniel Craig is the best. So I'm going to put Daniel Craig as number one. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to put Sean Connery as number two. Okay. Uh, and then this is where it gets interesting for me. Uh, between it go, and it gets a toss up between George Lansby and Timothy Dalton, mm-hmm. um, who are both James Bond actors that I would have liked to see more. James, like they're both that I want to see more, and they didn't do as much as I would have liked. Right. Um, and George Lansby only got one. Timothy Dalton got two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Timothy Dalton is another one where like it's like a weird thing where like uh, Eon productions or uh, MGM or whatever, like ran out of money. So like they didn't make a movie for like 10 years. Right. Um, or something like that. Uh, so I'm actually going to go Timothy. Timothy Dalton is another one is the one that I would have liked to see, a, see another movie from before George Lansby. So uh-huh. I'll do Timothy Dalton, then George Lansby. So third Dalton, fourth Lansby. Um, and then we get to five and six. Um, and this also gets, gets hard for the worst one. Um, because I think, I think both Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan had a really good James Bond movie. Uh And I think both of them had really bad James Bond movies. Okay. Um, the problem with the problem with this is, I think Pierce Brosnan has a better James Bond movie than Roger Moore in Goldeneye. 
I think Goldeneye is better than any of the other Roger Moore movies that he's done. Yeah. But I also think that Die Another Day, the last Pierce Brosnan movie, is the definitive worst James Bond movie. Right. Um, so based on that, I think Roger Moore is just consistently a better Bond. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so that makes Pierce or that makes Pierce Brosnan my worst ranked James right. Bond. Um, so that's that's where I'll go. I'll go Craig. Connor, uh, Sean Connery, uh, Timothy Dalton, George Lansby, Roger Moore, and Pierce Brosnan. Cool. I'm not going to give my uh, my list. Oh, I, I like Daniel Craig the most, but I also ha- I know I've seen if I've probably seen all of them. If not, I've seen most of the other ones. But um, as I'm I'm like looking through them right now, and I'm like I recognize all of these. Yeah, these actors as James Bond. So I know I've seen the movies, but I, it's been a long time. So I'll need to like actually watch, right? Watch yeah. them. I think Sean Connery. I think like almost all of his movie, all those movies are good. I think like that's like the one thing where it's like I think all of Sean Connery's movies are good. Yeah. Uh, I think George Lansing's movie is good. It's just kind of an adjustment from Sean Connery is the problem. And then Sean Connery comes back in. And then Sean Connery comes one. back in. Yeah, he, so George Lansby is like Conan O'Brien of James Bond, right. where he replaces them and then gets replaced by the person he replaced. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then when it comes to Roger Moore, uh, Live and Let Die is, I think, the pretty much the best Roger Moore movie. Uh-huh. Um, and Moonraker, I would argue, is the worst Roger Moore movie. Uh-huh. Uh, Timothy Dalton. I think Timothy Dalton was super interesting because uh, they made like a conscious effort to try to make it more like the novels. Uh-huh. Um, and I haven't read all the James Bond novels. I've only read like three or four, maybe five. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but I, I did enjoy that. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, Goldeneye, I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I remember I enjoyed it as a kid. Uh, but i haven't seen it recently. I kind of doubt that it holds up. Right. Um, and then uh, Die Another Day, Pierce Brosnan's last James Bond movie, is unquestionably awful. <laughs> like, it's very bad. Um, Die Another Day? Die Another Day, yep. Yeah. Everything about it is not good. Uh, uh, between the theme song being sung by Madonna, uh, uh, yeah. Halle Berry like was like the bond girl. Uh-huh. Um, but like her character just has no character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, it's about like, I don't know if you've seen that one, but that's like about like North and South Korea. I've and, definitely seen that one. It's just, <laughs> again, it's just been a long time. Yeah. That one. So it's like this, like the dictator of North Korea, who's not Kim Jong ill or Un or whatever. Um, not is not him. It's a fictional character. Uh, fakes his death, gets plastic surgery, pretends to be a rich billionaire British guy, uh-huh. makes a a like satellite that can reflect the light from the sun, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, yeah, this is great because now I can use it for like solar power energy and like stuff like that. We don't have to be dependent on the sun because I can just move this wherever. <laughs> uh-huh. 
and he then is like, just kidding. I'm the evil Korean guy that you thought was dead. <laughs> um, and he's like, and I can use this to make a laser beam from the sun. <laughs> I think uh, I had that video game too. I remember, I remember playing something like that too. Yeah. And then like they make hoverboard, like they make hover tanks. Uh-huh. So like the tanks can like go over the dead man zone in Korea. Right. <laughs> like um but then like he uses that to like yeah it was weird it was not good <laughs> like uh-huh. yeah like that like that one i have strong opinions on of just that's not a good bond movie and i hate it right. and uh it, it really ruined the franchise because this came out 2002 and what quantum or casino Royale was 2006 four years in between yeah um, and they had to they had to reboot it like they had to like be like no 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 like it was so bad that a movie that has loose continuity to like practically no continuity is yeah. like yeah we're gonna actually reboot like we're gonna start this all over again <laughs> like, four years later yeah like, I mean there's not there's not a lot of see the most that they went between bonds is I'm gonna guess with Daniel Craig. Uh, no, between- Timothy Dalton to Pierce Brosnan was six years, and then Spectre to Pierce no Brosnan. Time. Pierce Brosnan to Dan- I'm talking between Bond. Uh, oh, the, gotcha. gotcha. The between, actors, yeah, between Bond. Yeah, yeah then, movies. Then- it was definitely uh, Spectre to No Time to Die. Yeah. Well, if yeah, I mean, there's six years between yeah, License six- to Kill and Goldeneye as well, but th- those were also two different Bonds. So right. Yeah, Reboot, license, if you license will. to kill and Goldeneye. That's I can't remember what happened there, but something really weird happened with, during that point where like they like ran out of money uh-huh. and like yeah, I don't know what happened at that point. There's something happened there that I don't remember right. off the top of my head. Yeah, the that's Pierce Brosnan into Daniel Craig was only four years, but. But yeah, again, it's like, I feel like Pierce Brosnan, because that was when I was growing and you were growing up during that time too, but that was kind of like the the first Bond that we knew live, you know, right? the guy. I remember, I remember really all of our video games that we had, like the GoldenEye one. GoldenEye video game. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Arguably the best. Yeah. It's not like, uh, yeah, it's like weird because like I don't want to be like the bond that i grew up with as a child is the worst bond but now that yeah. i but i can honestly say yeah i think that's the worst bond that right that we had um and like it's funny because yeah. i did right. not like when they like announced daniel craig as james bond i was like no like he doesn't look anything like james bond like yeah it's like oh, he's got blonde hair he's got blonde hair and blue eyes oh he yeah. can't drive it like i remember there was like a big deal about daniel craig couldn't drive a stick uh-huh and like everybody like was like this is like the like kind of like infancy of internet almost and people are like i can't believe like they got a james bond who can't drive a stick shift like oh my right. gosh like this is so dumb <laughs> like this is the like and there's still people who are like that they're just like no like this is the worst bond ever and, <laughs> and honestly and with that argument it's like well they're not actually most of the time they're not actually driving the car that's you know on screen it's usually a stunt yeah. stunt guy or double or something so yeah but yeah, I, I get it. There's there's a lot of things with him that uh, were different from 
which we may end up getting even more of a different bond in the future, but which we can talk about here in a minute. But I want to, I want to go back to no time to die, man. I just real quick, real yeah. quick. I, I was like trying to find like this like old website of like Daniel Craig is the worst. Uh-huh. And I found this like modern one of like, is Daniel Craig the worst bond? Uh-huh. And it's like, yes, I agree. Daniel Craig is simply the worst James Bond ever. Dull, charmless and lack style. <laughs> I'm so happy. His final movie is bond is finally out. The nightmare is over. Like what? Dull, charmless and lack style. What are we looking at the same human being? Like what? Like here's the thing. I'm not gay, but I'm like, yeah, Daniel Craig, very attractive man. Yeah, very 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 attractive man. Like, yes. Um horrible. I literally have no idea how they've been able to make a single 007 with him as a lead. He's the most lifeless, uncharismatic Bond ever. I always fall asleep. That's probably cuz you're 100, dude. Like <laughs> We're going to give yeah. the uh, Grandpa Joe of the Week to those people. Yeah, J- Grandpa Joe of the Week is CC and Mario Gonzalez. Uh, I'm glad that's a very generic name. <laughs> uh, it could be anybody. Uh, yeah, on, on, on Quora, under the question, is Daniel Craig the worst James Bond ever? Uh, Grandpa Joe of the Week goes to you. Congratulations. You guys are completely you worthless. You did it. <laughs> you guys are so worthless. And you know what? If you are a Grandpa Joe of the Week, it automatically disqualifies you from the holiday cheer master. Yeah. So, that is definitely a, uh, a prerogative. For life. You're banned yeah. for life. Banned for life. We have the power to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on that. That's why I endorsed you. Because we might, we might be the only show that does a holiday cheer master and I a Grandpa d- Joe of the Week. I don't know of any other show that does that. So. Yeah, that's uh, why. Anyway. That's why I endorsed you as well. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. We we see things the same way. We just we just get it. You just get it. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of talking, but almost no talking about No Time to Die, and it's been quite a while. So right. Um, we did talk about it a little bit. From yeah. The beginning and how they kind of connected it and everything. Yeah. Um, also, just as, just yeah, a quick, real quick. This is not a uh, summary of what happens in No Time to Die. So if that's what you're no, expecting, so hopefully you've seen it. Yeah, this is not a summary. This is a review of what we think about it. Anyways, mm. continue, Mitch. So, like, as a whole, that movie was um, fantastic. Yes. And absolutely. it was, like, the absolute best way for James Bond to go out. It was, like, they it, set it up really well for him. I, I didn't think they were going to kill him, to be honest. Right. Here's, here's actually this is the thing with me. I went into that movie thinking he was going to die. Okay. And then they introduced his daughter, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, he's not going to die. He needs to spend quality time with his he needs daughter. To spend quality time with his daughter." And then my, they- they're not going to kill him. So my my mind changed halfway through the movie. Uh huh. And then, so I was like disappointed when he actually died. Well, not disappointed. More of like it was like a tragedy. I was, you know, awestruck, I guess, is the right word. Like, what? Yeah. No way. I'm like, At the end, I'm like, oh, he's going to get out of here. They're going to blow that place up. And then he gets infected with the disease and the, or whatever, the virus. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, that was the best way that, that was, he could have. That was, it was really good, yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't. I, I knew this. This was Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. Like, obviously, I mean, obviously, we talked about that. I mean, obviously, just from talking, 
we can tell that, you know, both of us are pretty big James Bond fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really expect them to kill him. I just kind of thought they were going to try to do a soft reboot. Um, or like, I just kind of expected to fall back on, Hey, we're just going to replace this James Bond. And I was, not, we're not I was really thinking of movie. like a, um, like a dark Knight rises scenario. Right. At the end when, you know, it's like, Oh, he is alive. Good. Yeah. 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 That would be awesome. If they did like a, like a spinoff movie, like 10 years, 15 years from now. And it is like a dark Knight rises where it's, they get Daniel Craig back and he's like in his sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't see why they couldn't do that. Um, other than like, they would have to retcon like the last 15 minutes of the movie, but that right. would be so cool. I mean, like <laughs> I'm okay with that. We retcon all of X-Men in the middle of X-Men. <laughs> like right. we can do that. That's they fine. Just retcon it once. They retcon it like four times. Right. Like, so I'm totally cool with that. And I think that would be amazing if they did like a James Bond movie. Um, kind of like, I, I, I know like that's what like never say never is about. It's uh-huh. like about like an older James Bond, like getting thrown back into the field. Right. Um, and I think that'd be cool if they did something like that where they got Daniel Craig and his like mid sixties, late sixties, uh-huh. heck early seventies. So is it, uh, <clears throat> Side tangent real quick. Yeah. For me, I feel like, oh, mid 60s, like late 60s, like, yeah, you can do that. But then, like, once I say late 70s, I'm like, oh, I don't know if you can do that. Like, no, I, I, I don't know if you have that same, like, feeling about that, like, that I do. But I'm like, yeah, like, you could do that in your mid 60s. Right. Oh, like, in your early 70s, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. Especially but, with the stuff that James Bond w- would do. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, anyway. You have to do it now. And you know, make him look older. I guess. No, they could. They could definitely wait for like. I'm they, they sorry could, if they were doing it in like a set. If they were to, if they were to make it look like James Bond was you know seventy years old or whatever. It's like. I think. To, I think. It wouldn't look good if the actor was actually. That old. in the seventies, I think yeah. they can do. I think they can make it work. I think. Yeah. I think they can do it if they wanted to. I. I, I Daniel Craig, anything's possible. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say in the seventies. I would say like make him like you know in his mid sixties, late sixties. Oh yeah, that, uh, I agree with that. I think that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, it would be hard to pull it off later though. Later than that, I agree with you. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but what I'm saying is like I like I'm like I'm okay with late sixties, uh-huh. but I'm not okay with early seventies, which is like that's like a three year difference. Like that's really not a big deal. Yeah. And like people like the funny thing is people in their seventies look a lot better now than they did. Like than people in their seventies looked 20, 30 years ago. Any like anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Alec Guinness in star Wars looks like he's like, like, you know, like a wise old man, you know? And it's like, Oh, he's actually like 56. Like, right. <laughs> like people, people, yeah. People just aged horribly. Like back in the day. Right. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll just say that on this episode that uh, we'd be cool if uh, Daniel Craig came, came back. back with uh, the plot holes that that would create. Yeah. Uh, we did see would, him go up in flames. So <laughs> they would just, they would just retcon it somehow. Like they would like show that scene again. Like it starts off, you know, like 2035 and it starts off and we see that scene again from 2021. And then like, we see like he somehow the Heracles uh, virus thing transported him to another dimension. In yeah. Which or like he, it goes, you know, he's say, and then he reappears. I mean, like some, all, all of a sudden, like right before the the nukes, like the nukes land, uh, a door opens and it's the TVA from 
<laughs> and they're like, whoa, we can't have this happen. And they like get him in and they throw him back out in the future. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> he works at the TVA for a while. Yep. As a, maybe we'll see him in the season two of Loki yeah. as like, you know, secretary or something. Yeah. In like, between, in between those two, in between like No like Time to Die, yeah. in between No Time to Die and like, I'm going to call this movie uh, Time to Die Again. Uh-huh. Um, Dis- <laughs> Disney acquired James Bond, the rights of James Bond, and that's how they did it'll this. Be time to Die Again or No Time to Die Again? Uh, it will be No Time to Die Again. Okay. That'd be a good little, that'd be a good little, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, I don't know, but that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect him to die. I just kind of figured that like it would end. And then whenever the next movie comes out, um, it would kind of be like how it used to be where it's like, they don't even discuss or address that in the movie. Uh-huh. And like after that, like the continuity will become much looser and looser and looser, like like it was before, basically. And um, we'll be happy because Daniel Craig is still there, except for yeah. Mario Gonzalez and CC. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that, that's what I thought they were gonna do with when they ended No Time to Die. Like, I, like you know, is is they would just recast. They wouldn't really address it in the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the continuity would just be questionable at, at that point. After that, um, yeah, but I. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I do like how, like, we had a Casino Royale starts with unobjectively a new continuity, and whatever they choose to do, like after this, like the continuity has ended. Like this is the story of James Bond from becoming 007 to his end as right. 007. Like no matter what they choose to do, that is not the same. That cannot be the same James Bond. Right, from beginning so, to end. Yep. Yeah. Now is this? For I guess I was going to ask, is this the first time they've actually killed a James Bond in a movie? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I like, can't I, think of any other times. That they I don't. Have. I honestly, I think I've seen every James Bond movie um, uh-huh. at, at least once. Um, and like, yeah, because like every time a new actor comes in, it's just oh hey, that's James Bond. There's not ever uh, like a who is this guy? Like that's not the James Bond I know or anything like that. Obviously, right. Um, and obviously, like the thing that get are like not obviously, but the thing that gets weird about James Bond is like the actors will change, but sometimes like the supporting roles don't change. Mm-hmm. Um, like even in Casino Royale, like Judy Dench played M, and Judy mm-hmm. Dench played M from Goldeneye. <laughs> like she right. played she played M all through uh, Pierce Brosnan's time. So like that, like that's like the only thing that makes this kind of weird for like the handoff between. Daniel Craig and Pierce Brosnan is like, oh wait, that is the same M. Different Q though, different yeah. money penny. Like, um, wasn't yeah. John Cleese Q in the Pierce Brosnan? Yes, he was. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean that that is one thing where it's like, kind of, I don't know if it's weird, but it's it's just like, it's cool that they. It's almost like a nod to the past Bond, you know? Yeah. But it's like we're starting over, but also Judy Dench. Was a hell of an M. So like, yeah, we're but you, keep her. yeah, like but Judy Judy Dench was just a great M. So we're just gonna keep that going. <laughs> like and good for them for giving her like a, a send off as well. Yeah, and then they that, gave her send- really cool. I mean, it does to like it is like hey, we uh, have had Judy Dench and M for like seven films. So right, let's give her a proper send off. Now another question that you you'd brought up 
just barely is is that the first time that in a bond movie casino royale is that the first time that we've gotten a glimpse of a bond starting out as a 007 yes and to go along with that is this the first time we've ever been somewhat aware of where james bond is in his career because it it i mean they make it clear in every single one of the Daniel Craig movies, like he's young or he's older or he, yeah. Or he was was dead and then he's back and he's old and, you know, kind of like the dark Knight rises, Batman, like getting back into it and putting that thing on his knee. So I mean, like, you know, in, um, in die another day, the last Pierce Brosnan movie, Uh they, they kind of, they kind of do that for Pierce Brosnan of like, Oh, you're kind of old now, aren't you? Right. Um, but like, it's not like something because like that movie starts with him in Korea, like invest, like being a spy over there and then he gets caught and then he's like a prisoner in Korea for like, I can't I want to say like five years. Let me look it up real quick. Okay. Just to like confirm that. But like, yeah, yeah. like, and then when he comes back, they're like, Oh, you've been gone a long time. You're, you're an old man now. You're not, yeah. You're old man now. So like, uh, another day. Wikipedia. That was just to kind of follow up with that question. Is that that was one After of my favorite things about fourteen months? Yeah, okay. so it's uh, not yeah. too long. Yeah. yeah, not. I mean, I. But I, I mean, mean, you do age more in captivity. I was I'm gonna sure. say, I think yeah. any month in in North Korea is one month too long. In captivity, in general, is yeah, do some damage to you. Um. But yeah, I did. I really liked that about the James Bond, and that, and again, going back to what I said probably an hour ago, was I really liked the continuity of all five of did Daniel Craig Bonds because you really got attached to the character for once. It wasn't just like standalone movies. Oh, he saves the world, kind of a thing. Like he actually loses in a lot of these, mm-hmm. in a way, you know, not necessarily. The whole, I mean, I think all of them pretty much end somewhat happy, you know, happy ending. Uh, Minus Casino Royale. I was like, yeah, Casino Royale, not so much. Skyfall, kind of. They do win. Yeah. You know, James Bond's side, you know, the MI6, they are victorious for the most part in all of them. Um, the the tricky thing with that's kind of why I categorize the five bonds into three chunks because Casino Royale just kind of carries directly into Quantum Solace and Spectre for the most part goes right into No Time to Die. The only time jump is after he gets blown up at the and you know puts his puts his lady on the train. And then it's like five years later or something. I can't remember, but yeah. 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 But yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So all in all, like, honestly, I want to give that movie a 10. I don't even really care about the plot line. It was, it's, it's such a good send off that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, it's like hard to say no, that that's not a good, it's a good bond movie. It's a good movie. There were so many good action scenes. It was yeah. so emotionally like captivating. Like you're actually, 
I don't know. You're just on the edge of your seat the whole time in every scene. Like you have one of my favorite fight scenes from that movie is the one in the forest when he's fighting that uh, American agent, the the book of Mormon kid. Yeah. That was a good one. (laughs) That was funny. Uh, yeah, he. Oh uh, my gosh, we didn't even talk about Felix yeah. dying. Like, oh, Felix. Oh man, <laughs> like the Watcher. Yeah, yeah, man. Rest in peace. That's why. That's why I'm like, this is a definitive end to this, to this continuity of Bond because they killed Felix. They killed M technically, you know, in Skyfall. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, yeah, it, it is an end of this continuity. Whatever they decide to do after is going to be no. a completely different continuity. Um. Which yeah. is to- yeah, which is cool. Um. But yeah, oh, Felix, RIP, buddy. I miss you every right. day. That that was probably one of the best moments as well. Was uh, part sorry part of that forest fight was um when the car gets flipped over. I don't remember the I don't remember the guy's name the the agent that turns on the CIA. But you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The Book of Mormon kid. Yep. Um. His car turns over and he's injured. He's kind of crawling out of the car and he says something like, help me brother. He says brother at the end. And James Bond goes up to me. He's like, I only had one brother. I only had one brother. And it was you Felix. Him. Yeah. And you yeah. killed him. Bah, bah, bah. And then he shoves the car down on him. Oh, like, my, oh my gosh. That was that awesome. Was, and that was, and that was so good. Cause that like harkens back to like Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace Bond of right. just this hothead who like doesn't care. Um, right. and like you mess with him, he is going to mess you up. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like oh, mess with someone cool. he cares about too. Yeah. Like he will mess you up. And, yeah. and this is kind of like a random side tangent, but like as a man and mm-hmm. like someone that, I don't know, you, as a man, it's like almost instinctive to be a protector of people that you care about. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was something that came to mind when I was watching that scene. I'm like, James Bond is like a man's man. Like, he yeah, will, yeah. like you mess with his family. You mess with like at the end of, of that movie, they're messing with his daughter. Yeah. You know, and he's already, he, I don't even think he knows that it's his daughter until the very end. Maybe I'm wrong, but, but yeah, you mess with his daughter. You mess with his, uh, his lady. Uh huh. You're, you're screwed. Man, now I just want to go back and like not only do I want to watch these movies again, I want to read the books again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I know I have Casino Royale. I think I have, I have another one. I don't remember which ones I have. And then after that, I started checking them out from the public library. But yeah. Ah, James Bond, so good. So good. So rest in peace, Felix. Rest in peace, Felix. Rest in peace, James. We miss you. Uh, man, you went out like a legend. I just want to. I really do want to say, like, if I ever meet like i don't know if you've ever like done this in your head of like if i ever met like a famous person an actor or something like that like what would i say to them mm-hmm. um because like for me i'm like i think about that like not like all the time but i've like thought of that before and uh like i don't want to like bug them or annoy them kind of a thing i don't want to make it like a big deal kind of a thing show um, me your tits yeah <laughs> but like if i if i ever saw like daniel craig for example yeah um, i would definitely be like hey like I don't want to bother you. I, I just want to say like, I freaking loved your James Bond, my favorite James Bond. Like I, like I would just be like, you're my favorite James Bond. I just wanted to like say that. And then like, depending on that, just be like, do you mind if I take a picture with you kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, 
And uh, maybe he might pay for your dinner or something. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't need that. If I got a picture with Daniel Craig, I'd be pretty freaking happy. Um, if I ever, <laughs> that would like, be awesome. Yeah. If I ever like just met like, well, can't say if I ever met Mark Hamill, but like if I ever got to meet Mark Hamill again, mm-hmm. uh, I would like, I would just be like, Hey, I just want to let you know, like you're like Luke Skywalker has meant like so much to me growing up. Like mm-hmm. just thank you. Kind of a thing. Like I just like basically like all, I just want to thank them, thank them for their, performance that i found to be inspiring or whatever right um i don't certain actors where it's almost like a public service yeah what they do yeah like you want to treat them the same way you would treat like this might sound blasphemous but like you know a a military (laughs) type person right just because i mean they do have a huge impact in your life yeah exactly like that's the thing is like these people have like impacted my life in some way shape or form and i just want to thank them for doing that um right they're almost like they're untouchable type people too. So it's not like you can just go ring their doorbell and leave them a nice note. Right. It's like, but, like, but like the other thing too is like, I don't ever want to be like a, like, wow, you're this person. Like, oh and my like, gosh, it's Daniel like, Craig. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to like bug them, especially Man if they're girl. like, yeah. yeah. Well, especially like if they're in the middle of doing something or like, you know, like, you know, like if I was in like, if I was in comic con and Mark Hamill was there, I think uh-huh. that is a much more appropriate time to be like, Oh my gosh, Mark Hamill. Like, Right. I think like that is like a more appropriate time to do that. But if I just saw Daniel Craig, you know, like at a restaurant, like I was at a restaurant, he was at a restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that would be the appropriate time to do that. Like, right. Um, or if he's like walking in the street, I don't think that would be like the appropriate time to do that kind of a thing. Right. Um, so it's just like, yeah, but like, yeah, if I want, like, if I like got to meet like, somebody like at a comic con kind of a thing i'd be like oh my gosh like yeah like mm-hmm. that's where i would be like ah like but like yeah anyways uh yes no time to die 10 out of 10 that's basically what i'm trying to say <laughs> 10 out of 10 and this is honestly one of those it's hard to give it a solid 10 out of 10 to be honest to any yeah. movie uh but this is one where it's just like it is a a farewell to a, a legend it's, yeah it's it's like you know what this is this is like when uh you know like this is like when kobe did the farewell tour basically you know like when he announced he was retiring and then he and then he up. scored 60 points on the jazz yeah. in his last game and yeah yeah or you know like when bands do like a farewell tour kind of a thing right. you know you, you go you go to them like you go to that as a, you are you go to that as an already like already as a fan you don't go to that to try to be made a fan Right, I think is like the big thing. You don't go to the last in the Craig movie thinking that the, his last performance is going to convince you that he's a good James Bond. You go to that because you're already a fan of Daniel Craig's James you Bond. You tip your hat to him at the end. Exactly. You exactly. thank him for his service. Exactly. As a uh, special agent. And you were 007. I never thought of that lady as 007 James Bond. I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah. Like same. She, she was not 007. She was 007 as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in the 00 program. Yep. Because she was a zero. She was basically a proxy holding his title because. Yep. Because they knew know, he the was computer, coming back. <laughs> the computer system would have freaked out if, you know, if it didn't go in chronological order. Also, so they needed to fill a name in there. Mm-hmm. And like, also, I just want to say, uh, Ralph Fiennes M, I liked you up until right now. You should have retired at 007. All, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you should have. You should have retired at 007. That dude helped you in, in, just in Skyfall. Like, he, mm-hmm. saved your, he saved your butt. So, right. Yep. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm going to say now. Yep. I agree. 
Hang his jersey in the rafters. Yep. Hang his bow tie and his tuxedo in the rafters. <laughs> yeah. The problem with James Bond, mm-hmm. the thing that's sad, is like the only people that know about him are Secret Service agents. Yeah, that's true. No one else really knows about him. Uh, also, I mean, in his world, obviously, we know about him. What the heck? I don't want. Hang on one second. I just wanted to do another one more shout out, but I got to find their name real quick. That's this one. Shout out to. Not you. Not we you. can shout out Jeffrey Wright for being a for oh, being yeah. honest for representing the the shout American Secret Service as well, you know for sure. For not turning his back on the country. Uh, okay, uh, Anna de Armas, uh, okay. the uh, the Cuban spy that he met. Yeah, like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We we need more Anna de Armas and everything. Um, mm. She was awesome in. I, I forgot until somebody brought it up that she was. Uh, she's in, in uh, Knives Out. Knives Out, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like she's she's the, in Knives Out. She's the main character in Knives Out, yeah. Yeah. Um, With, alongside Daniel Craig. Alongside Daniel Craig, yeah. But uh, her character was awesome and hilarious in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would 100% take a spinoff about her character <laughs> who, oh, got, yeah. <laughs> who got two weeks worth of training. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was she was awesome. She, I liked her so much more than the main, than like Bond's main girl, uh, Madeline, Madeline or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought that they were gonna hook up until until he's like, I gotta go. Like, yeah, well, until they. I mean, I I kind of had in the back of my mind that uh, Madeline would be back. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting the daughter twist at all. Yeah. But yeah, I was. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. yeah, we should. Uh, that'd be cool if we got. They need to do like a, a Bond universe now. Yeah. And do like spinoff movies with spin-offs other characters. About different characters. Yeah. Like she would be I mean, perfect because she's in a different country. Yeah. And different country, just like completely different setup kind of a thing. So. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, all the people that are talking about you know, making James Bond slash 007 a female. They kind of did that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like there's a, there's a really good opportunity there to take someone that I think she was, I think she was very well received. I mean, she wasn't yeah. in the movie very long. No, she wasn't. Um, she was, she was very memorable. Like in but that taking movie. her and creating a new attractive character, like attractive meaning like, yeah, they could have done People that. People will go and see that, you know. Yeah, they could have done that with, uh, I think it's too late now, but with uh, Olga Koryalanko's character in Quantum of Solace. Oh, yeah, that too. Like, yeah. like that character was begging for a spinoff, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so last question. Okay. We've ranked a 10, 10 out of 10. Really good movie. Now that Daniel Craig is retired... Let's say we don't get a uh, old man Bond mm-hmm. retconned. Right, that they're James not Bond doing that. Yeah, we'll just assume they're not going to do that. Right, but they, they probably will. Safe assumption. Yeah, they probably will, but we'll say that they're not going to do it. <clears throat> Who is your next James Bond? 
Dude, that's that's the question. Um, that's that's the million dollar question at this point mm-hmm. um, of who the next James Bond is. And I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no. I don't really have an answer right now. Um, you know, I will say this: like, I don't think Daniel Craig was, you know, on top of many people's minds when they were doing that when they were getting no. ready for, for Casino Royale. So I'm sure it's going to be somebody who I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. that I'm going to reserve judgment. Like, I think the big thing, too, is when they announce the new James Bond, whoever it is, if it's somebody unknown, if it's somebody very well known, um, you know, let's wait and see what the movie is. Um, right. Because people were doing that with Daniel Craig, where they're like, this is awful, blah, blah, blah. They hadn't even seen the movie yet. Same thing with, you know, Heath Ledger as, you know. I. But anyways, uh, right now, who would I pick as the next James Bond? Um kind of hard to say um right now like the first person coming to my head is james mcavoy uh-huh. um i think like i think like the obvious choice would be tom hiddleston mm-hmm. but i think he's i think he's too busy yeah i i don't think he would i don't think james or i don't think tom hiddleston would give up being loki to be right. james bond yeah um i don't I think that that's a really good point. And we've talked about this in the past with James Bond. I would say, and, and I don't know these other characters from hardly anything else. All these other actors that have played James Bond. Right. When I hear any of their names, I automatically think that, you know, those are James Bonds. Like they are, that's who they are. That's who they are. They're James Bond. Even, you know, similar to, you know, Mark Hamill as, Luke Skywalker or, or the Joker, or, if you uh, yeah. had to. But or, you know, um, in all the Marvel characters, like Tom Hiddleston as Loki, like people look at him as Loki now. Like right. he's or, he's Hugh, beca- he's been that character for so long. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Is Wolverine? Um, yeah. Right. Like yeah, there's just a couple of people who are like, no, they are that role. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Is James you know, Bond? <laughs> is James Bond? He'd be a perfect James Bond. No, but he, but he's Harry Potter, right? Yeah, yeah. Rupert Grint, Ron, like all the Harry Potter characters are very right. Harry Potterish now, uh, but yeah, um, I think that they did a really good. Looking back now at you know them choosing Daniel Craig, they really did a good job because. As far as I know, he hadn't really been in much as far as like a main character blockbuster film. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I have, yeah, a, new, I have a new person who I would get. Okay. Yeah. Uh, assuming uh, like this is kind of based on either like the Eternals flops for some reason, mm-hmm. doesn't go anywhere, or this guy just opts out yeah. of like returning it for the Eternals. But uh, Richard Maiden or Madden. Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Yeah. Yep, I could see that. Yeah, man, he would be really good. He would be really good, actually. Like the like, that's another guy where I'm just like, that is just a handsome individual right there who. Yeah. Put a suit in him and give him a gun, and heck yeah. Oh yeah, he would. He would try, kill it. He and, try to stop and he's him. and he's fairly young. He's fairly so, young. I mean, if so you he started could do it for a while, yeah. Yeah, if you started it here in the next four or five years, then. I mean, you you would have a bond for a long time. Yeah, that, I'm I'm officially putting him down as my 
as my next bond. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I I feel like The Eternals is going to be a safer movie with the characters. I don't think they're going to like morph into those roles right. as much as like Tom Holland has become Spider-Man. Right. And Tony uh what's his name? Robert Downey Jr has become I think yeah, Iron Man. Iron Man. I think between like those two like if he does that and then like The Eternals you know what whatever ends up happening with them if they're big or if they kind of just you know kind of float by for a while right. before they before, like I, I would imagine it like it's kind of like guardians where like they'll have one movie they'll have another movie and then eventually they'll do like the team up stuff yeah um, but i don't expect them to be like teaming up i don't know wait for the movie to come out but like i think between that i think you can juggle that and doing james bond at the same time is what i'm trying to yeah. say yeah um so but yeah and i like i like the idea of Daniel Craig having not going back to that point, like he hadn't really been in anything massive uh, like James Bond tier, if you will, or even Marvel tier. Like he wasn't, you know, a superhero on screen, but he hadn't been, hadn't really had a huge resume. He'd obviously, he was obviously a well-known actor to get that part, but, um, but he, he evolved into James Bond over the course of being in James Bond. Right. And now he, like people recognize him as James Bond. Like he's the same as we, as we were discussing with those other characters, Ronnie, uh, Robert Dennett Jr. Is the same to Iron Man as Daniel Craig is now to James Bond. Right. They just are that, that character. So who do you, who do you cast now for the next, for the next role? Um, I've thrown out, I think, did we talk about this on another episode? Yeah, we did. We talked about different stuff, but now that we've actually seen it now that we, yeah, I, and I've kind of changed my, my mind. Okay. In a way. Uh, I don't know. I still think like there's some really good quality actors out there that could definitely pull it off. Uh, I like Henry Cavill. I think he'd be cool, Henry but Cavill he's also, He's also been in so many things. He's that, also just like so busy. Like, yeah, I could definitely see he's, him. He's one that just like Tom Hiddleston, I see him as somebody else already. Like right. he's either Superman or the Witcher. Right. You know, so it'd be weird to see someone that's already in my mind, somebody else. Right. Go and take on that role. Um, and then Idris Elba was another one. And he's one that kind of, I mean, he's been in some big things, but he hasn't really morphed into anything yet right he's not one where you're like he is yeah i'm tall like it, yeah he's he hasn't had right. that he hasn't had that iconic role yet um, like whenever i say like oh you just elbow you know i'm talking about him as you know something people a lot of people don't still don't even know who that is like his mm-hmm. name's not as big as like daniel craig or robert danny jr or those types of names he's not he's in there he's in those movies in that top tier you know acting type stuff but he's but he's not, he's not being talked about as much because he hasn't had that role that just completely engulfs his being, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's one that I that I really like. Um, I just I just like the way he is. Like he just would be a perfect James Bond. But the problem I have with him is he's a little bit older. If right. I don't know how old he is, but he's probably in his forties. So you may not have as much time with him. I do like the idea of, uh, is it Richard Madden? The guy we were just talking about, Bob yeah. Stark. 
I really like the idea of him as James Bond because you get more time with him. Yeah. Um, but either of them could pull it off. That's the thing. So I, I think that both of them could do really well as, you know, playing him, portraying James Bond. Um, I haven't really thought of anyone else, but after Daniel Craig died, I'm like, man, I just want him to, I don't ever want him to do another James Bond again, which is yeah. a lie. I definitely do want them to right. do another one, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was tough to, it was a tough pill to swallow there. Yeah. It was a tough one. Yeah. And I hope that whatever they do, they just keep it bond, you know? Yeah. You know what? Richard Madden, he did like, was it a movie or a TV show where he was like, he was like a secret service guy for like the prime minister or something like that. Like, yeah, that was a Netflix TV show. Cool. He's like right there. He's ready to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. What was that called? I don't remember. Yeah. But but yeah, he's, he's been in a similar role. So yeah. So let's just do it. Let's just make it happen. Yeah. Uh, Choose him. Yeah. Yep. Oh, last last runner up. Last runner Liam up. Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yep. I will find you. Well, um and I will kill let's call you. it right there because we've been talking about this for an hour and a half practically. Yep. Uh anyways, uh don't forget to vote for holiday. It's been all bond. Yep. <laughs> uh all bond. Let us know who you think the best bond is. Yep. And uh, I will then tell you why you're wrong if you picked anybody but Daniel Craig. Right. Uh, and who the next Bond should be. And yeah. I will tell you you're wrong if it's anybody but Daniel Craig. Yeah. Let us know who you think the next Bond should be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's going to be it. That's uh, how we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, anything mm-hmm. you need to say, Mitch? Um, no. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, uh Make yeah. sure to stay subscribed to the Moderately Interesting Podcast. I think Please. it might be a good good thing to point out really quickly that future episodes, we talked about this last week, I believe. We're going to start doing a little more, bit more on the rant side. Yeah. Do some more rants, do some more reviews, some movie, you know, movie reviews, that kind of stuff. Less uh, Because that's what you people want. Less news. Apparently. More more discussions. Less news, more abuse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you haven't already, make sure to check out our uh, Zodiac episode, mm-hmm. which is, is it out now? Is it out? Yeah. The first one, as of right now, the first one is out. The second one will be out tomorrow. So before this even comes out. So we'll just uh, just uh, cut right here. And you know, the first episode's out now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. First episode is out now. Yeah. It's all out right now. And uh, go ahead and that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world, by the way. Again, again, he uh is just milking it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and uh, subscribe and uh, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so flowers. Can, uh, so that way you can vote for Holiday Cheermeister when that voting happens. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, drop us a like. Share it with your friends. Share it with your grandma. Share it with your grandpa. Share it with your uncle, your sister, mm-hmm. your, your, mo- your mother, your dad, your yep. owl. Your owl. Uh, send it to Fred and George because I know you know a Fred and I know you know a George. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and a shout out to our grandpa Joe of the Week, uh, Mario Gonzalez, and Mario Gonzalez for uh, being for, crappy people. Just for uh, completely failing at uh, taste. Yeah. You have. You guys have no taste. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it. This is the end of the episode. Bye. Make sure to tip your lifeguard. Bye. Goodbye.